This is a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. We've had hundreds of applications. Lots of people took part in this. They decided that they would throw their hat into the ring on the website. And let's just remind ourselves of the prize. Guys from VirtuZone, from your side, tell us what we're giving away. Well, we're giving away basically a free trade license. So we're going to be setting up uh, our winner from A to Z to be uh, to be uh, able to start to kick off uh, his company. And I think A to Z is the most important thing because the license is just the start of the journey of these entrepreneurs. It's getting them into an ecosystem that supports them. And that's why, Brad, you're sitting here as well, isn't it? Because the minute you launch, you've got to start thinking about how you sell. Absolutely. There's no question about it. You need to think about that right from the start. Okay, Brad. So from Evolution CBS, explain to people what part of this prize will include. So we're giving away an investment funding preparation package, and that includes uh, assistance with creating a business plan, including financial forecasts, and a pitch deck to be able to go out and actually pitch your idea to potential investors. Okay, and say to someone who's maybe on the very start of their entrepreneur journey, why is it so important that you have a pitch deck? Well, you need to be able to to clearly articulate what your what your idea is and how you're going to accomplish it and what's in it for the investor. At the end of the day, they're looking for making an investment, they're looking for a return and they want to see that if they make that investment, they're going to get a return. Well, we're going to meet our three finalists in a few moments time. They're going to have a chat, we're going to get a chance to grill them, talk to them about their ideas. But before we meet them, um we had lots of entries and and talk us through what you were looking for. Um I'll start with you Neil. What was it that you were looking for in terms of these ideas, in terms of these concepts? What was it that would maybe make an idea stand out to you at the outset? I suppose when we look at that, we think about what's our own personal strength. Um within Virtue Zone, we've got a couple of guys who are sensational coming up with ideas I'm probably more the person that helps execute it that gets people behind it and and so very often um, uh, when we come across these you know we've had some brilliant ideas but mm. in many cases they're already in the market there's something similar already in the market or there's a big player that could replicate it very very fast indeed so I'm looking for the fact that they've you know perhaps got the experience already to be able to deliver or that they've thought through how to how to go about it Okay uh, and Brad you had a kind of a different criteria that you were looking at because of course you want this idea to do well if you're helping them um with the funding Absolutely, preparation yeah. you want them to be successful and and get that funding that's the whole point of what you do at Evolution CBS. Yeah and what what I look for primarily there's two things I look for and the first one is 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 the idea solving some sort of problem some sort of real world problem. You don't want to be a solution looking for a problem. You want to have a clearly identified uh, problem or issue and a realistic achievable solution to that problem. And the second uh, criteria that I looked for was scalability. Is this something that can be scaled on a on a regional or global basis because that's what that's what investors ultimately want to see is something that is scalable. Uh, and George, I know you know you're also from VirtuZone, but you were looking at slightly different things to Neil too. For you, the idea of a Kareem Uber situation wasn't much of an issue. No, I think a lot of the successful startups these days, um, you know, copy uh, copy a model that's existing and, and and try to do it better. Of course, there's always an advantage of being first mover. I mean, we have a lot of copycats. VirtuZone has a lot of copycats out there, but being first mover always allows you to be at the forefront of uh, of innovation. Uh, it costs you a bit more, and you, you do a lot lot more work for it. But that doesn't mean that you know you can't take an existing concept and and improve it. I personally like passion. We've spoken about this many times. people tend to invest in people rather than in ideas there's a lot of ideas out there but um people tend to throw their money behind the individual rather than the actual idea so uh, i think passion is important drive is important and uh, uh 
establishing if that founder or, or, or the, the entrepreneur uh, has the drive to push this forward. Yeah, I mean, we get about 350 companies setting up a month with us and people come through and we get quite good at like, a gut feel of spotting the people that are going to really succeed. And, and I agree with George, actually. It's, you know, the, the, the old expression, it's, it's not what you know, it's who you know. And, and uh, so it's, it's the network that you've got. Uh, and it's, your, you know, we, actually we had to be really careful because some of these presentations were so well put together because they've only got 30 mm, seconds to make course. that pitch. Yeah. So to cram everything into there is, is quite a skill. And it's almost tempting sometimes to pick the idea based on how well it was presented. So it's, it's True. a juggle act. And that's a really interesting point, actually, Neil. I think, you know, some of the deliveries we got, we got were ex- exceptional. And sometimes somebody telling you something in a clear, calm, collected way makes you perhaps think that idea might be better than something else. And we've been lucky enough. So we've had the pitch in 30 seconds, but we've been lucky enough to look at a bit more information now. So we've had access to that information when it comes to the finalists, the kinds of things they want to be doing and, and broadening and, and almost testing the concept. Yeah, and our, our competition actually mirrors what you should have in a business. Like I'm a sales guy at the end of the day and I'm a sucker for a good sell, right? Yeah. So I need someone in my team who's going to be a little bit more rigorous on the numbers, for example, where perhaps I'm not so uh, strong. I don't know what you think about that, George. <laughs> George is saying nothing. He's like, ma'am. <laughs> well, we have a good team, let's un- put it that way. Unusually <laughs> quiet, George, for once. Well, yeah, you know, for once I have the privilege of having two amazing co-hosts, so let them uh, let them take over some of the... Are you, are you trying chat. to say normally you don't have an excellent co-host? I always... We are, the one thing... One, well, there's only there's only one sure thing in the show is that we always have the best host, that's for sure. All Thanks. right. Well, we Thanks, have good, good co-host today. <laughs> so, without further ado, let's take a listen <clears throat> to some of those pitches in 30 seconds. If the competition's new to you, just a run-through. We ask people for their ideas. Because we are giving away such an amazing prize, we ask them to pitch their idea in 30 seconds. Now, what they will get if they win today is an entire year's trade licence with Virtuzone and, as you heard, investment funding preparation services from Evolution CBS. So, if you are the winner, you have all of that support and that's the idea. This programme and everybody else that's here today has an interest in what you do. They're going to be helping you on the journey. You'll be part of the family, part of the community. And in that sense, we want our winner today to succeed. Now, the two other people that don't win today are not going home empty-handed. Second place will receive a four-day trip to Finland and third place will receive an overnight stay in a private villa at Almaha Desert Resort with the usual activities and food included there. Have you been to Almaha, Natalie? Third prize, Almaha. That's amazing. I know. So I I don't think anyone's going to be leaving too upset today, Neil. No, I'm desperate to go to Finland because I still believe in Father Christmas. He's up there somewhere, isn't he? Yeah, of course, yeah. of course. I mean, that's, that's Santa Claus for the English-speaking people. Yeah. Okay, I think he's <laughs> no. in Canada. <laughs> if um, it depends, O'Neill, I think you might be on the, the naughty list, so he might not. <laughs> he might not see you if you've been good this year or bad. So it's only February. <laughs> as long as you don't call me Rudolph. <laughs> okay, let's have a listen to our three finalists, and I'll introduce each one. We'll have a little bit of a chat. We're going to meet them soon. I'm sure they're all listening to this next door, and I can imagine it's quite a nervous time. You know, if you've maybe never been on the radio before thinking that you're coming in to sell this concept. Let's have a listen to their pitch in 30 seconds. So first up, we have Paul Sunny. His idea is an online marketplace for exchange houses. My idea is to start a marketplace for exchange houses, online remittance companies and banks. Users can view their exchange rate offered by different uh, service providers, block ex- uh, currency exchange rate, do bill payments and mobile top-ups through our app, 
Service providers can advertise the offers and promotions through the app. We will we can generate revenue through advertising and subscriptions. As there are about um, 8.445 million people out there, um, this, I think this is a bis- uh, very good business case. Okay, so that's Paul's idea, an online marketplace for exchange houses. Guys, this um, was one of the first entries we looked at. What what stood out for you in, in terms of what Paul had to say? Let's pretend he's not in the room next door and not listening to this. <laughs> well, firstly, I mean, it's uh, it's a service that VirtuZone uses itself uh, frequently, um, and it's something that I use myself as well. So I, I took quite a bit of interest uh, uh, in this. I checked out with some of our own foreign uh, currency providers, and and so, uh, Brad, you you were saying you you know you got to look for a problem and, yep. and uh, find a solution. That definitely puts a tick in in that box, which is a good start. Okay. Um, We'll move on to our next finalist. This is Catherine. Now, Catherine wants to fill spaces across different businesses at the last minute. Right now is an app-based business specialising in last-minute bookings for SMEs, but this has a difference. It's supporting both local businesses and the customer. I want to support local businesses, allowing them to fill resource-draining last-minute dead space. It won't make them millionaires, but it will allow them to cover their costs, market their brands, and drive bottom-line profit. I also want to help customers who are time-poor, and of course, everyone's looking for a deal. The client can book quickly and efficiently online for a service which can be delivered within 48 hours, plus save cash. It's a win-win. Okay, so that's Catherine's idea to fill um, empty space, dead space that isn't um, generating revenue. Um, this was an idea that we we discussed last week and, and thought was a great idea too. Yeah, I mean, Catherine says it in one of the one of the sentences. She said that everybody's looking for a deal. Everyone's looking for a deal. So I think that's there's a captive audience. There's always a good captive audience to looking to get it to get a deal. Um, that's a space that that's been being filled more and more as we know. Uh, so um, so yeah, she's looking at a, at, a, at a good market and at a market that has interest. Uh, when it comes to Brad's, are we solving a problem? I don't think you can ever get enough deals out there. So yeah, yeah. <clears throat> it's, it's it, there we go. Um, I like it in the sense that it's not something that's totally original. This this is already being done out in the marketplace. Uh, There are already apps doing this sort of thing. But uh, I think Catherine's got an interesting uh, angle to it. It sounds like there's something different about it. And I'll be interested to hear how she sees herself being different from some of the other apps that are out there already. And what industries she's going after, right? We talked about that. We did talk about that, yeah. It's also a good example of of putting a tick in the box, as as we said earlier. Catherine put that out really well in 30 seconds and I just got the impression that she was going to have a, a, a nice route map so yeah. she impressed me there okay. it, it's a really tough thing to do to present a business case in just 30 seconds um, typically you get a, a full hour live on the more. telephone yeah. and you go one shot exactly. go at it. so yeah. that was a very impressive uh, pitch. well done to yeah. Catherine for that before we get to our third and final um, contestant we have Keyflow the app coming on a little later on today and they have done something similar with um, empty spaces and empty slots in beach club and nightclubs so it'll be interesting to get their perspective on, on what that's like it's, a, it's something that's worked successfully in Scandinavia and they're bringing it to this part of the world so it might be interesting to hear what they have to say on that too now last but by no means least we have Altaf Altaf wants SMEs to reach their full potential in today's challenging market who would you rather be the disruptor or the disrupted hi I'm Altaf Jasnag developer of management a business transformation hack that has helped tens of businesses become future ready powerhouses if you believe strategy and innovation are complicated or find the use of management consultants cost prohibitive, then management is just the solution for you. Simple, measurable steps that your team can orchestrate themselves. And to start up in 30 seconds, I'm going to make it a business transformation boutique that will help you become a global disruptor. So stay tuned. 
So, we talked about great delivery. Altaf's was exceptional. Yeah, Altaf is going to write a book. And do you know what? I'd read it. Okay. There you go. That's interesting. If that, if that was a foreword to his book, then he's, he's sold me. I'm going to pick it up, buy it. And, uh, you know, I, I think there's a, there's a space as, as well because uh, Virtue Zone mainly targets startups and those mm. startups don't have huge uh, pools of, of, of cash. So there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a little gap there. And it's another, it's another example of a good delivery. I mean, he starts his, his delivery with, do you rather be the disrupted or the disruptor? He's using words that are now, you know, catchy words in, in, in today's market and so on. And he gets, my, he gets your attention. Right, so no, wait a minute. I don't. I want to be the disruptor, not the disrupted. Yeah, and then he starts. Do you want to get left behind? Yeah, exactly. You're like, do you want to get left behind? Don't miss the don't miss the train. <laughs> yeah, okay. again, another example of a great pitch. And and what I like about it is is he's he's looking at and servicing a really underserviced part of the market, which is the smaller end of the SMEs. And and there's a huge gap there, and there's a real lack of service being offered to to that sector. And without further ado, we have the first one in the studio with us. So a warm welcome to finalist number one. It's Paul Sunny. Paul, thank you for coming in. Thank you. Thank you so much. Now, Paul, Yala Exchange. Yes. Is your startup idea in 30 seconds? Yes. Now we're going to ask you a few questions, um, and we're going to ask you the same questions. All three finalists will get asked okay. the exact same questions, and we want you to just explain to us, you know, the concept of your idea. We're going to kick off with George. All right, great, Paul. First of all, thank you for being here. Congrats on being uh, one of the th- on one of the three finalists. Thank um, you. I, I think it's important to stress out that any of the finalists today is a winner. Mm. This, uh, this has been a, a, a huge process and we've received uh, hundreds of, of, of nominations. So well done for making it to the, to the top three. My question to you, and I'm going to keep it generic as it has to be the same question that's asked to everyone. Forget about getting your clients on board. How are you going to get partners on board? So in your case, how are you going to get exchange houses to buy in to your app or to your platform and list their products on there? So it's basically a free listing for the exchange houses or the service providers. Like, uh, so they would be happy to um, uh, on onboard to us basically because uh, they they can showcase it in one single platform. So basically, uh, when you say uh, there are eight eight 8.45 million expats out there, and everyone is uh, going to remit money to his home country as well. So everyone is searching for different uh, exchange houses or service providers who is giving a better rate. Now here in my app, uh, given an op- opportunity to uh, do an auction basically. So if I've got some 10,000 uh, dirhams to send to b- back to India, so I get an op- option where, so- sorry, sorry. Yeah, but Paul, uh, no, just to back up what George is uh, saying, we understand the benefit to right. the consumer. Right. Um, what uh, many happens, we have an empty room syndrome for apps where the content is held by a certain large number of uh, or, or powerful companies. And I think what George is saying is, are they going to want to release the exchange information or are they going to want to keep it themselves given that the margin is already very tight? No, we are not working uh, with them for the margins. Uh, we will not be earning some margins out of uh, their remittance, basically. Their services, what they are providing. We will be running ads of them where the offers and promotions will be uh, uh, showcased in our app. Okay, but you need to know the exact, for example, exchange rate of dirham to dollar, right? Right, right. And you're getting that, and you're, and you're getting the various ones from, from potentially competitors. Right. So uh, basically right now there is no app or marketplace wherein we can see actual exchange rate which is being uh, offered to the customers through a single app. 
so basically if i wanted to send uh, 10000 i'll repeat the same mm. thing so 10000 to india so i don't know uh, which exchange is giving a better rate yeah. so if i go to this app i can find different rates which is displayed by different exchange houses wherein we are partnered with so and i have got an option to auction it basically so i i i uh, there is a place where i can auction this amount and then exchange rates can put the best rate so basically uh, what happens is the as the amount goes high you get better rates so you're going to live and die by the rate that you give the the customer if right. you if you're not giving them the best rate then the app's not going to work how do you get the best rate if if a very big player is refusing to play ball with you No, there are about 130 exchange houses registered in um, uh, Central Bank, and and out of them, 40% are active uh, partner, uh, active uh, um, uh, exchange houses basically. So, um, th- if you if you take the bigger ones, there are only three or four. So, um, okay, I, okay, so, you, so you're I'm talking you're talking an, an aggregator, really is what yes, you're talking about. Yes, yes, aggregating foreign exchange services, right, um, on an app. So how right. are you how are you going to how are you going to monetize this? So basically, uh, through ads, which we uh, run okay. for the uh, uh, for the partners, uh, and and there'll be uh, uh, subscriptions for the users. Okay, and and what about the the exchange houses? How how are you going to uh, incentivize them to be on this 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 platform? So it's it's uh, so it, rather than incentivizing it, it'll be a great platform for them for uh, for their advertisement. So they spend a lot of uh, money in uh, marketing uh, spend, and and they're not able to reach out pe- to people. So I, I'm marketing my app, and I'm giving a space for them to advertise their products and services. So it's it's going to be a marketplace for them. It, it it's going to help them out basically. Okay. Okay, so why do you think this is the right time to solve the problem? So we've asked for an idea, we've asked for a business. Why do we suddenly need this aggregator for money exchanges? Uh, so uh, 2020 um, uh, is on 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 the um, uh, I mean it's 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 in the October basically. So um, when when a tourist comes here, he doesn't know which exchange gives him uh, the best rate for uh, an exchange of money of euro or dollar basically. Uh, it's very uh, it's very difficult for him to find an exchange house uh, which gives a better rate. So there are go- there are going to be 20 million um, tourists going, which is going to visit 2020 um, Expo. So I think this is the best time to uh, launch it, and so it's it's again uh, for the expat also it is um, a great platform basically. Okay, yeah. so um, how long do you think it will take for the company to start generating revenue then? Because we've talked a lot about how you'll onboard everyone, how you'll get people to take part, but when will the money come in for you? So um, uh, w- once it's live, uh, then we will have paid. Uh, uh, paid uh, subscriptions basically so with this paid subscription we will generate start generating uh, revenue and the uh, marketing space which we have for the uh, aggregators uh, uh, so, sorry for the partners uh, you'll get generate uh, generate f- uh, revenue for that as well sorry. so how are you going to get your first 100 customers uh, for the uh, for the for the platform uh, So basically, we we'll have to partner with every entity. We have to go to them, explain this idea, and then get partnership on that. And Paul, what's the biggest risk to your business? Uh, this idea can be replicated by somebody else. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And um, why do you think it hasn't been successful before? Why isn't there a huge um, app that's making lots of money from this? So, uh there is the the business model which other people have uh, th- there are two apps which is already in place which is one is air exchange um, and another one is send exchange 
so uh, their business model is totally different. So they are asking for a share of the transaction which is happening over the app, where I'm not asking for that because uh, every exchange uh, has got a minimal uh, profit to every transaction. So they wouldn't uh, be happy to give you a share of that basically. So here I'm not asking for that. I'm only asking for an advertisement platform here. So wherein uh, the, um, they can uh, put these offers um, in my app so that people can millions of people can uh, take it I am sure that uh, such an app comes in then every person will download this app and keep an eye on that because everyone wants to know the exchange rate you know whether it's sending or not sending he, he keeps on uh, checking the exchange rate so you know when you when you go to I, I work for an exchange company and when I go to my uh, site visits what I see more is only the exchange uh, rate part uh, has been seen by the most of the um, uh, customers who is visiting the uh, exchange site. So you mentioned that you work for an exchange uh, yes. platform. We've spoken on the show quite a few times about employees that have an idea whilst they're working for the company. So I suppose the acid test is what What does your current company think about your idea? Um, I'm not disclosed the exchange okay. I'm working so. All right, and and uh, I, I I guess uh, we've also spoken about people who can execute. Why are you the guy that's going to be able to pull this off? So I've got 12 years of experience in financial service industry. Um, so I'm, I work as a product head uh, in, in a leading exchange house. So I think I've, I've worked with uh, products, different products. So I think I can make it up. Okay, final question from us on this, Paul. So you've come up with the idea and it's something you've clearly th- thought about. You've got experience, your background is there. So why did you come up with the idea? What's the why? What's the purpose for you? So I get the... Um, um, expert opinion also uh, in, in this platform and then I get uh, a personal service also which is uh, which I, I'll be requiring to take it forward so I have to make a business plan uh, evolution CBS will, will help me out in that one so I thought it's a great platform okay so I guess I guess what I mean is what's gonna be different about what you do at your job every day now to if this company is successful and you're suddenly working 12 hour days 13 hour days every day including the weekends you know what's the motivator for you to get out of bed in the morning and, and work on your business I always wanted to be an entrepreneur uh, so um, I'm passionate about that so um, I, it's been trying for a long time I've already uh, blocked a domain for this company. Uh, so I, I was working for, uh, for this um, idea for past one year. So I was just uh, inquiring of different things, basically the possibilities, um, you know, what could draw, go wrong. So I was working on that, basically. So. Okay, yes or no answer to this. That's what we're going to ask everyone. Um, if you don't win the first place, will you still um, make your business? Will you still start your company? Yes, I'll try for that, yes. Okay, thank you so much. Our finalist number one, Paul Sunny. His Startup in 30 Seconds idea is Yala Exchange. Thank you, Paul, so much for your time and best of luck in the competition. Thank you so much. Thank you. Now, it is time to meet our finalist number two. We have Catherine McAvoy. Catherine, welcome. Thank you. Hi. It's really lovely to have you in here. Um, Your your startup in 30 Seconds idea is called Right Now. Mm -hmm. um, And you wanted to create a website which gives people the ability to fill unsold spaces, basically. Now, when we first heard the pitch... A lot of the comments were strong pitch, really easy to understand. Um, but there were questions. Um, it, it was George and it was Brad that was there and they were wondering what kinds of spaces or places you'll be filling. So we're going to get the opportunity to hear from you today and find out a bit more detail. Now, Neil, if you want to start with the questions this time. OK, so I think the first thing that we want to know is how can you show us that there's a real problem that you're solving here that no one else has already solved? 
Um, yeah, I mean, there's, there are a lot of competitors in terms of both the discount um, business idea and also in terms of selling services. Um, my idea basically was to do something which helps two sets. So is to help businesses who are... Um, and the reason I have the, the kind of idea is, is the industry that I work in. So I work with a removals and storage firm. Um, and I've seen how... Um, this kind of last minute cancellation um, or last minute availability can change what's, a, you know, looking like a really great month into and it can, can like change it overnight if you have last minute cancellation. Um, and so the idea here is to fill that last minute slot for them. Um, the, the, the booking engine would be for people to only book within 48 hours. So it creates this urgency for both the, the business and for the customer. Um, and so, like I say, from actually working within an industry, um, when you guys were talking about what type of business it would attract, I was literally shouting at the radio because uh, I, I didn't put that in my pitch properly. Um, it's for anyone who's got a crew or staff who cannot generate business without their crew or staff being out on a job. So that might be removals. It might be handyman companies. It could be spas, salons. Down the line, it could be in terms of physical space in the hotel rooms and restaurants and so on. But to begin with, it was very much looking at small to medium companies who need help. And it's a tough industry. And it was to get people, um, basically, like I said in my pitch, it's not to make the millions. It's not going to make them you know, rich overnight. It's not their only way of, of promoting their business. But it's to keep them afloat and it's to keep their costs covered so that it gets them out and about. I've mm. seen firsthand um, how important it is to have good reviews um, online, uh, word of mouth. And this would do that. It would get them out and busy covering their costs, covering their wages so that then they can generate more and more business. Catherine, how will you monetize your business? How will you make money out of this? So um, the concept would be, um, again, looking at others in terms of ways other types of businesses do it. I looked at the way in which um, a lot of these kind of fitness packages and so on do it, in that a company would be able to buy either um, a <coughs> monthly, six monthly or annual subscription where they pay a set amount and they can have as many ads as they like, or they could buy, for example, a set of 20. So like a package where they could put up 20 last minute availabilities. Okay. Um, as you mentioned off the top, uh, this isn't necessarily a, a brand new idea. There are competitors out there. Mm -hmm. So what do you see as being the biggest risk to this business? Um, you know, there, there's risk in everything and there's competitors in every every industry. And I, I very much believe in, I believe in very high customer service, high quality, um, being efficient and effective. And I, I've not seen that with other companies um, that are here. Um, I think you can always do better than your competitors. So that would be okay. my way of going. Okay, <laughs> okay Catherine. So um, you've talked about, you know, what kind of problem you're going to solve. Do you think that um, it will take a long time for the company, your company, to start making money if you do this? Um, it wouldn't take a long time, but it would take time. And that's something I've learned from, from doing businesses myself over the years is that you can't necessarily come in and, again, you know, want to make squillions overnight. It's not going to happen. Um, I, think, I think something that I've learned about Dubai is it's very much about relationships. It's about developing relationships. And also something which I do with my current business is 
it's about making sure you listen to them. So I wouldn't go like headstrong in and know what I'm, you know, this is the way I'm doing it and I'm never going to change it. I would I would talk to people and that's what I do with my current business because I have another business as well as the the job I mentioned. Um, and I would I would I would talk to them and make sure that we're actually fulfilling a need like you said and if not tweak it. And that's what I've done and I've got with my other company a really high business um, repeat booking rate. Catherine, disruption is quite a theme of, of today, and obviously you're seeking to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the challenges that we're asking everyone is, is once the big players see that you're trying to disrupt, they're going to obviously react to that. So how, how are you going to stop the Groupons and Cabones who already have the relationships uh, from reacting to what you're doing? Um, I think going back to just what I was saying is the main one. Um, It's the relationships and it's making sure you're actually meeting a need and listening to them as to what they need. Um, I would, I'm a saleswoman at heart. Like that is what I've, I I didn't think I was. And I've, I've, I've learned that I am. Um, Trust me, you are. You're a very good, very good salesperson. (laughs) Thanks. Um, And so I would, I would take it, and I take my businesses really personally as well. I really live and breathe them and, and, um, and so I, I would do that. I would throw myself into it. I wouldn't have other people selling it to begin with until I fully understood what was going on. And I think that that's something that bigger players forget about. I think they forget about their customer. And I think they're often really slow to react. And the market's ever changing. It's, you know, you know it yourselves, it's new ideas popping up all the time. So I would be literally on the ground well that's a nice segue into the next question why do you think that that now is the right time to solve this um i think for 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 a few reasons from the business's point of view um times are tough um businesses are struggling and i've seen that with with um looking at competitors of what i do now um and so i think they need a hand um in terms of getting their name out there and and filling you know filling that time um, and as I mentioned, this has two angles to it. It's also about the customers and people are working really, really hard. Um, they're out at work, you know, trying to make, you know, trying to make themselves succeed and they don't necessarily have time to shop around or, or do all the research. So this is to help them as well. And it's also, as I said in my pitch, it, everyone does want a deal. Everyone wants a discount. And so it's trying to help both sides of it, both the businesses and the customers. Okay, so we, when we talk about customers in terms of your idea, Catherine, we've kind of got the people offering services and the people utilising those services. So when it comes to getting your first 100 customers, um, what will that be like in terms of people that want to use um, the, the empty space and people that have it? How will you get them? Um, so in terms of um, getting the businesses on board who are offering the services, it would be... It would, it would be meeting them, it would be getting on the phone to them, explaining the business idea, getting the name out there, getting the brand out there. Now, again, it, it is a risk for people to take, um, you know, to go with a new concept. Um, I've succeeded in the past, so I'd hope I'd succeed again in persuading them, uh, trying to use persuasive skills. Um, and then in terms of the customer, I mean, you've got to market businesses, and I think that's where so many companies go wrong here. You have to get um, your business out there so to the likes of you and me you know someone who needs a handyman service at home it doesn't have to be expensive there are obviously great ways to do that um where you do spend a lot of money but also just in terms of getting um getting your name out there online on social media um getting reviews coming in um all of those things 
build a business. You've clearly thought this through. Um, so why do you think you're the person to make this work? Why, where others maybe haven't been able to, what way do you believe you can be successful at this? Um, I, m my passion is about quality. So it's about, and that doesn't mean expensive. Um, I, I believe in um, the ones to succeed are the ones who offer the best standards of service. Um, so whether that is in terms of uh, making it the most beneficial um, for your customers um, in, in customer service or in service delivery. Now, I'm good at those. I, I work hard for my customers because, and I'm always really open about it. When I talk to them, I always say to them, look, I want you, I want you to be back on board. I want you to do well because I want you to spend with me again. Um, you know, what's the point of someone coming on board and um, having a you know bad experience and never booking with you again and giving bad word of mouth around the it's a small market everyone talks everyone knows everyone so um, I'm I'm pretty uh, headstrong. Catherine, can I ask you a yes or no question? Yep. Um, you're a busy lady. You're a successful lady. You're you're helming one company, running another company as well. It's very much about the people. We've all bought into you. Um, you've done a great job presenting here. Uh, so the yes or no question, if you don't win this, are you still going to launch this business? Yes, I will. All right, fantastic. <laughs> Good to know. And, and final question, um, Catherine, we asked Paul this as well. This question is about why. Why did you decide to do this? Why are you wanting to set up this company? What's going to make the difference on a Sunday morning when you're tired and, you know, you've got that sinking feeling in your stomach of going to work? Why, by running this business, will you have a purpose and, and, and be excited? Um, you see, I made that decision quite a while ago about the sinking feeling. I, I will never work for anyone who gives me a sinking feeling. I just won't. Um, I believe there's more to life. I want to do stuff that I'm passionate about and believe in um and that's it, I, I, that's what i get out of bed for and, and like i say i mean i i'm always i don't want to say i'm always working because i'm not but i'm always thinking about work i'm always thinking about ideas and how we can improve and change things so that's me as <laughs> to so how i would uh, how i'd make it succeed Catherine, thank you so much for your time today. Finalist number two is Catherine McAvoy. Her business idea, her startup in 30 seconds concept right now. Thank you for having me. Let's meet Altaf. Altaf is live with us in the studio too. Altaf, thank you so much for coming in. Oh, thank you so much for having me. So your idea, Altaf, is management. And um, one thing that we must say before we get into a bit more detail is your pitch delivered. Um, I think a lot of us, you know, we suddenly wanted to hear more. And now we're not saying that the delivery was the only thing that stood out, but it was clear. We understood. And as George said, nobody wants to get left behind. Why are you going to leave us behind, Arta? <laughs> nobody wants to feel like they're being, you know, stuck or not getting on board with new things that are happening. So talk to us a little bit about management. I guess the first thing is, for someone who isn't an SME owner, why should management exist? What is the problem that you're solving? You know, a lot of people listening to this either have their own companies or are thinking of starting their own and they're thinking, why do I need someone to help me? If I'm an SME, I'm just existing. Why do I need management assistance? Uh, uh, thanks for having that question. I think uh, I need to begin with the word management. It uh, isn't what your listeners are probably expecting it to be. It's, it's, a, it's a word that I've coined. It's a mixture of two different words. To manage, to manage something, and mend, to fix things. So I've put these two together and I've come up with a, with a concept which is basically a business transformation hack that allows any business to transform itself 
into a future ready and more innovation friendly version of itself and like you said SMEs exist but the reality is if you look at the definition of SMEs in the UAE alone we've got more than 400,000 SMEs that exist between a 9 million to 10 million dollar turnover per year to up to a 500 million dollar turnover per year so if you look at that broad spectrum of of where these SMEs SMEs sit there's a whole big chunk that sits at the far end as the multi-million multi-billion dollar SMEs as well and it's that particular niche that I've been working with because uh, these are typically organizations that have been built by a very gritty very determined ceo who has built the business on his own he doesn't represent a multinational business he doesn't represent a big brand and he's built it all on his own he's got a whole bunch of people around him that are very loyal to him and they've been there they they've championed every cause that he's put on the table but they don't know about the disruption that's coming up and that's where management comes in it helps them take a snapshot of where the company is right now at this point in time how is it that they can transform themselves into somebody that can't be disrupted and then you get this very odd uh, really brave ceo who believes that he uh, wants to take it to the next level he just doesn't want to be prepared for disruption he wants to be a disruptor now when you look at going about these sort of journeys there isn't a set pattern there isn't something that everybody can do and the fact is uh, a lot of the growth strategists and the consultants that you can work with they they come in with a, a six figure invoice and a, a white paper that you need to implement on your own so there isn't a roadmap to implementation unless another six or seven figure invoices is, is paid for so what management does is it just breaks all of that down into simple bite sized chunks of measurable repeatable uh, learning based steps and what these steps do is they help a company take a clear snapshot of where they are and where they could potentially be so altaf why do you believe that you can be successful why are you the one who can pull this off uh i used to work for a multinational company and uh, uh when you work for multinational companies you tend to travel a lot and i uh, got fed up of traveling and decided to quit work so that i could start my own business though i was in in the field of marketing i had tasted success in in uh, training corporate learning and i thought okay i'm i'm just going to go gun for it i i'll take the red pill and see how deep the rabbit hole goes and uh, frankly as an entrepreneur you uh, i mean the the wall hits you really quickly and it hits you like a wave and Uh, there came a point where i thought uh, i had made a mistake i had got into the wrong business i should have stuck to marketing not gone into learning and uh, i just realized that my expertise was in delivering tight solutions and i was creative enough to come up with innovative disruptive solutions so i said okay let's you've made this decision like sheikh mohammed says take good decisions and stick with them so i said okay now that i started this whole company i i will go and find out something that is a niche and i i allowed myself uh, i was fortunate enough to enroll into a strategy course at london business school where i met up with some a whole new breed of ceos that i'd never dealt with before because as mncs you tend to work with companies that have ceos that are basically uh, employed not owner ceos so having worked with those owner ceos and identifying your problems with their problems having come up with a solution i believe i've got what it takes to deliver this through okay altaf you're also talking about uh, the spectrum of sme companies this is music to our ears obviously smes my fear in in your sort of charge for the first 100 customers for this uh, business is that on one end of the spectrum you've got the startups that can't afford you and on the other end you've got people who have succeeded do have the money and are drawn to the sort of safety of an existing management consultancy firm with a great brand well uh, you see the thing is 
uh, management and the route that I'm taking with it or I intend to take with it isn't just uh, a boutique consultancy. I intend to, like you said, uh, write a book about it and, and basically bring it out as a solution that anybody could, could go for. I believe in uh, information for free and implementation for free. I, I believe there are people out there that at the lower end of the spectrum will be able to read through things and they will have the time that th that is required to be strategic. You see, the challenge with a lot of the SMEs that, you're, that you and I are discussing or you and I speak with is that they don't have the time to be strategic. And what this does is it brings in these tools which allow you to take a picture of where is it that you are, where do you need to be, and how is it that you can free yourself from being tactical and firefighting every day and really take a strategic turn. So regardless of whether you are, you have a lot of time as a, as a new SME and you can be strategic and not know how to do it, management comes in and gives you tools as to how okay. you can do it. Altaf, you're clearly a great ambassador for this uh, product. Um, one of the things that we're putting to all of the contestants today is how you scale the business. Um, how does this business grow beyond you? Uh, great question. Uh, I think we need to begin with uh, an understanding of the different types of companies that are out there. If you look at large companies that have strategically employed somebody to have the time to be strategic and on the other end of the spectrum if you have companies that can't find themselves uh, uh, having the time to be strategic there is need for somebody that can understand what the simple steps of of strategy innovation team alignment uh, etc are and then implement them in their organization so the first step for me would be to put that out there in a documented format. I've already bought the .com uh, as much as it cost me. I now own management.com. And I believe to make it a, a website, democratize the, the whole information so that it's out there. And then replicate that in the form of a, a boutique that will take this and implement it through change managers uh, of a new breed and of a new type that will go into different organizations and will be able to sell it. Democratize, that's one of your hot buttons, Brad. <laughs> yeah, I like that word a lot. Uh, so, Altaf, it seems to me that you're really talking about two different things here. You're talking about um, providing information to SME owners at a, at a reasonable cost and in a discreet manner that they can implement and, and do themselves. But you're also talking about democratizing or, or disrupting the, the consulting industry as well. Yes. Um, so, how, how do you plan on monetizing this idea? Uh, on the uh, on the entry level uh, SME level where you have startups, uh, typically buying into the organization isn't uh, always an option for somebody like me uh, at my level. And we can go in and we can give them the discipline, the decorum that's needed. And instead of being paid for it, we can we can take a stake in the organization. That's one way of us making sure that we bite really early into the organization, give them uh, give them the, the the wings that they need to fly. Mm. And on the other end of the spectrum is where it's not implement it's not information for f free. It's actually implementation for free, where we plant people that understand what the organization is, help them discover where they want to be, and then after we are done, after this learning based. Uh, intervention is over we walk away but we plant our change managers in the organization as well so the the scalability is in not just that we've got smes over here in this market but other markets as well we can find people that are similarly inclined towards you know aligning uh, companies and helping them grow and then just making sure that we have this subscription model out there because i don't think uh, management or any new disruptive business that that comes up will have the ability to do things the way that earlier businesses have done. I think we've got to change the way things go. Uh, 
for somebody who hated travel i want to travel again because i realized i didn't like traveling on somebody else's system i'd love to publish a book i'd love to go and speak uh, in different parts of the world i think if we are able to cater to both ends of the spectrum and if i can make myself and certain other change managers that i've been working with as the face of this and we if we can put the uh, put us out there as micro celebrities i think there is plenty of room for us to be able to you know really scale this up and make it work okay altaf um if you don't win this prize will you still do the business yes or no absolutely and also we've asked all of the finalists this question if um what's your why for doing this business idea you're clearly very passionate about it as have the other two finalists been um it's fair to say you will believe in your ideas but what's the why behind you doing this um having had the pleasure of working with multinational companies and with small and medium businesses i see that uh there are if i just go with again the numbers that dubai sme has given us 400000 smes if we go with purito concept of 20% of them making 80% of the money we're talking about 80000 companies right now in dubai alone that can become disruptors and dubai is gunning for the position as the number one innovation hub around the world so if anything the mandate is here so my why is these organizations will suddenly find themselves being disrupted and i think they deserve to 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 be out there disrupting the whole world and if dubai can lend them that platform and if management can become the set of tools and steps that they can take i think there isn't anything uh, that can that can stop us so so my why is i was born here uh, i i i've lived here in dubai all my life and i believe uh, dubai has what it takes to to bring in uh, all the disruptors from around the world and and capture the world of business if if that's allowed to be said on radio. Okay, Alta, thank you so much for talking to us. That's it. We've heard from our three finalists. You guys were locked in conversation. We kind of had three champions of of each of them actually. So it was really? a, it was a pleasure to have uh, a a debate and and we're not going to say which of us uh, uh, won because we all came around to the same uh, uh, opinion and uh, the thing we were absolutely united on is three fantastic uh, ideas and and presentations. So well done to them all. And I think George you said this straight off the bat you sort of said look when it comes to um today everybody is a winner all three people impressed us in order to get this far anyway Listen we have we had a lot of nominations uh in in many different fields a lot of recurring fields we talked about last about that last week uh and we're happy I'm happy that we got we we got a lot of nominations in the field of environment a lot of nominations uh, that touched on mental health a lot of nominations that touched on plastics mm. and recycling yeah. uh food wastage food waste was a very, big theme wasn't very it very big theme yeah. we got we got a lot of ideas on that and i think that is um a testament of the great the great community we have here in dubai and and uh, you know people thinking about that rather than about you know what's the next big thing to make money that's that's really something that was that was pleasant to see um i think we got we got over a couple of hundred nominations mm. which is great i mean uh, you know uh thanks to evolution cbs for doing this with us obviously at virtue zone we're we're in the sme uh business this is our ecosystem we're so happy that we got this kind of interaction uh, with all these people it came down to these three it could have come down to 10 it could have come down to 15 i'm mm. going to tell you even on a weekly basis to shortlist to shortlist the, nom- the nominees that we're going to make it through was very difficult uh, it wasn't such a an easy and straightforward process we're down to the three last ones three again i'm going to say it again three people 
all three of them are winners um, and all three of them will get great prizes actually but all mm. three of them are winners in our hearts and all three of them are very passionate about about their idea so um, so yeah it wasn't an easy uh, process but I think I think we've come uh, we, we've we've come to a, to a final decision which unfortunately we had to uh, pick uh, one of the three okay so we're not gonna reveal who's won just yet but let's have a bit of a feedback about the finalists some of their entrance because you guys have been talking about this um, and you've had in-depth conversations as you've said you've backed different people and you've come around to the same idea. Let's start with finalist number one, which was Paul Sunny. Paul Sunny's idea is an online marketplace for exchange rates, Yano Exchange. What did we think of Paul's idea overall, collectively? What was the sort of um, feeling about that? Yeah, I, I think we all agreed it was. it's a great idea uh, and, and there's a place for it and uh, the time is probably right for it. Um, there's a little bit of concern over uh, will... The exchange houses really sign on to this. Will they? Will they want to to you know list their their exchange rates um, in in this kind of auction type mm. environment? Uh, a little bit of concern about that and and, and whatnot. Um, ultimately, I think at the end of the day, we spoke about this at the beginning of 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 the competition. A lot of it is about. Um, Investors are going to invest in individuals. They're, they're ultimately, that's their decision. Uh, that's the, the final criteria in, in, in making that investment. And uh, I, think, I think Paul probably could have, could have uh, presented his case a little bit better. Than yeah, I mean, I think did. if we could have had a hybrid of yeah. all three contestants, we would have taken a little part of, yeah. of each of them, and yeah. any one of their three plans would, would have been a, an amazing success. Paul is, is is absolutely someone who I'd like to have on my technical uh, team to to deliver something. He had the expertise in the area of the idea that he has has had, um, and obviously he's he's absolutely got passion in terms of leading a team forward. That's that's where where I I, I think that he would need to be, he must make sure that he assembles the right team. I think the idea was the idea was is brilliant. I think uh, it's something that is uh, in need. He's touching on something that. Um, a lot of people use here in the UAE. Over, he said it. Over eight million people, uh, you know, process remittances and so on. And I think, um, I think the technology now is is, is at a is at a, 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 a mature moment where we have mm. a lot of those comparing sites. So why not now? Okay. So we had second finalist Catherine McAvoy, and her idea was right now an app for filling space at the last minute. When we first heard the pitch in thirty seconds, like you said, a lot of questions about what spaces. It was it was it real estate. Was it hotels? Was it restaurants? And we got that clarification from Catherine today. Yeah, I think that uh, um, certainly I, I wasn't there in, in the very first time that she presented. Um, my question was, was there a niche? Was there too much competition in, in the area? And I, I had a lot of question marks before uh, I saw her today. She's answered all of them. She put ticks in all the boxes, and it's because of, of her approach that I do believe there is a niche. And it's very, very important. I think, you know, right near the top of, of, of our list of things that we need to see is a problem and a solution to that problem. We had that question mark we no longer do with her because of, of how she explained herself. Exactly. When it comes to investing into people, like we were saying, investing mm. into people, she's a great example of the kind of people that we would want to invest in, somebody who's driven, somebody who's passionate, 
somebody who's very confident and and uh, she mentioned that she, she she's not always working but she's always thinking about work and this is something that you want as an investor to have somebody that's always switched on um, add to that a great idea another again an idea that's not new it's, it's not it's not groundbreaking it's something that that already exists but certainly certainly uh, does uh, does uh, cater to a, to a problem uh, that's that's that we that yeah. we come across and both both she and her plan were level-headed I, I liked it that uh, she wasn't saying we're going to make billions uh, uh, mm. for everyone there is you know there, there, there is a slice to be had you'll be more efficient by using this it's going to benefit both sides and I'm going to go out there and and you know we, we on the show we're always talking about people the importance of recruiting the right people and relationships and 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 uh, that that's what convinced me uh, that she could absolutely make this business work yeah i i liked how uh, what i was uncertain about was was how are we going to deal with the competition there's already a fair number of, mm. of applications out there that that you know are, are all about utilizing excess capacity that companies have but i liked how she pulled it together between that as well as the discounts being offered to, yeah. to the customers and, and i thought that was a nice way of bringing it together and differentiating it from the competition that are out there Okay, and our third finalist was Altaf. He is the man behind Management, a business transformation boutique. What did we think of Management? Well, I think that uh, one of the things that uh, um, the criteria that we're looking at is which of these businesses is most likely to succeed. Now, part of that success is is the partners that it brings on, and obviously Virtue Zone um, and uh, Evolution CBS are, are those partners. So, one of the things I was looking at is which of, of of these products are we most able to support. And in that particular question, I felt Altaf uh, uh, won that particular one. In in, in the uh, 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 what he is offering is is something that a lot of a lot of our customers would benefit from. The the backdraw I would say of of Altaf's idea is that it all relies on him and it all relies on his knowledge and what kind of team he can put together. And this is something that you know as an investor we'd be looking at and saying you know this is all about knowledge and based on knowledge this is not a this is not an app or software or whatever it is or a technical uh, resolution to something this is actual let's call it what it is called spade a spade this is consulting albeit a different type of consulting in a different field and uh, in a in a way that it's delivered in a different way but it's it it relies a lot on the on the knowledge of the of the, of the person delivering it yeah i thought one of the things i really liked about it was he's got a large addressable market um, you know, the SME space is huge. Not only is it huge here in the, in the UAE, but it's huge globally. So his addressable market is, is quite large and, and that makes it scalable, um, which is one of the things I quite like about it. Okay, so we've heard some of the de- deliberations, some of the judges' thoughts. Um, I guess somebody's going to be disappointed. A couple of people are going to be disappointed at not winning today. What other advice do you have for our, for our three um, entrepreneurs, wannabe entrepreneurs? Because... Um, this doesn't necessarily need to be the end of the road. We asked all of them yes or no. If you if you don't win this prize, are you going to make this business happen? And they said yes. And what advice do you have for them um, in, in terms of taking their ideas to the next level? Well, I can tell you that this competition is limited by the rules of the competition. 
So this competition could have been you have three winners and all three winners win the same thing. Yeah. And in, I think in our hearts and discussions we had, the three people, all, all three of them are, 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 are deserving of, of to win to win the competition. So if you've made it this far, all we can tell you is you got a great idea. You've got three experts here that, that are telling you you have a great idea. There are three experts here that have chosen your idea amongst hundreds of ideas that we mm. got. So whatever you do, do not stop pursuing this, right? So it's not because, you know, you didn't win today or you didn't win a, a free trade license that you can't come in and do your trade license and you know what we'll be happy to give you a discount I was about even. to say do you know anyone that could help them with that <laughs> <laughs> no but you know what I mean I mean do not you are three amongst hundreds of, of, of applicants that means that your idea are definitely good ideas it's been very difficult to choose a winner between the three definitely don't give up because you are uh, in the top in the top ideas that we received in at least two of the cases we we've spoken about the team that would need to be assembled so i think that's a a, a good point that in, in none of the presentations was it mentioned i'm bringing in such and such an expert uh, which may have helped it's always it's 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 always good when you uh, if you boast about yourself people might believe you if someone else says something good about you then that's going to be much more impactful so to feel that there, there was a lot of knowledge that outside of the owners of the business would, would make us feel safer. Okay, and, and finally from you, Brass. I would echo what George says. Basically, don't give up. Um, you know, we're picking a winner here today because that's that's the format of the, of the competition, but they were all extremely well thought out and, and really good ideas. So don't give up. Uh, continue to pursue them. There is lots of people out there that, that can help. Um, some of us are sitting around the table here today that can, that can help uh, everyone out. So don't give up and, and continue to refine. Continue to refine the ideas and, and go for it. First of all, hello, Paul. Hi. Hello to you, Catherine. Hello. And hello to you, Altaf. Hey. Um, who's feeling the most nervous? <laughs> I think it's me. I actually think it's me. I've just been saying to you, I'm so nervous. I can't believe this is happening. For so the listeners at home, we have a full studio. That's the first time ever we have a full studio. Yes, I know. I'm looking at six other faces aside yeah. from me. And yeah. it's um, six smiley faces. I probably am the most nervous. Okay, so this is what we've been discussing today and the previous few weeks. Paul, Sunny, you have Yala Exchange. It's an online marketplace for exchange rates. That's your idea. That's your startup in 30 seconds. Catherine, yours is right now. It's an app for filling space at the last minute. And Altaf, you have Management, a business transformation boutique. Now, we're just going to get straight to it, guys. Amazing pictures from all of you. And thank you to everyone that entered the competition. Full stop. Out of the hundreds of people, you three other people sat here in this room because your ideas were brilliant. How you delivered them was fantastic. And you impressed all of the judges. So... Let's talk about who, uh, let's talk about the idea that came third. Third place, don't forget, is nothing to sniff at. It's an overnight stay in a private villa at Almaha Desert Resort. You have breakfast, lunch, dinner and activities. So, guys, how nice would it be to have a weekend or, or a night in, in Almaha? That'd be quite nice. Yeah, uh, it'd be great. Yeah. What, about, what about four nights? Our second prize gets a four day trip to Finland. How would that be? Four, four days in Finland. Has anyone been? No, we'd no. love to go. Yeah. Producer <laughs> Zina's been and she said it's amazing. So, um, yes, Neil's quite keen to go, so you can take him if you want. <laughs> and the winner, of course, is a trade license. And we all know starting your company is so important to all three of you. So, guys, in third place, tell us about the person that you picked in third place. Tell us why they came in that place, please. Well, firstly, I think that their family is actually here today. So, congrats to the family because some of them are going to be going to Almaha. Paul, we loved your idea 
Um, we, we, we love aggregators. In fact, uh, uh, Virtue Vest, our investment arm, is, is investing at the moment in a completely different, you'll be glad to know, aggregator. Um, we feel that uh, technically, you're, of course, with, with the skill that you've had 12 years in, in, in the business, you're the man to deliver it. I think it's very, very interesting. It's, a, it's an area that we don't know a huge amount about. A little piece of advice is, is answer questions as directly as you can because any concerns that we have, and, this, and as mm-hmm. we've said a couple of times, the, the rules of this game are a little bit constraining on, on, on all of us. So uh, from, from our point of view, this should be about why you've, why you've won, not why you didn't win because you have actually won this. So great area that you're in. You've got the expertise. Make sure you bring the right team together. You'd have to have a business development person. Catherine was uh, saying that she's not a salesperson but then found she was. Perhaps try and recruit her into your uh, in, in, into your company. Okay. So in third place today, it is, of course, as we've mentioned, Paul Sunny with Yala Exchange. <laughs> Thank you so much. So it comes down to this. We have two people left, Catherine and Altaf. Now, judges, do you want to have a quick few words of how you came to this decision? It was a challenging decision because um, all three ideas are, are fantastic. Um, it boiled down to, to Altaf and, and Catherine. Um, again, very well presented, very well thought out in all in all three cases, or all two cases. Um, and yeah, it was a tough decision. Um, I think ultimately it just boiled down to a few... Yeah, two, two, two things for us, I think. One is, is one of the ideas we, we, we felt that was a, a more obvious niche. And then secondly, as Warren Buffett says, once you've got a business, try and build a moat around it. And, and, mm. and so the winner had slightly more of a moat. Second place... I actually, before I heard the presentation, was not persuaded, and I'm now completely persuaded, and I desperately hope you set up the uh, company through VirtuZone and we have an opportunity to invest in it in another way because the way that the individual described it was, uh, you know, you know exactly how you're going to go about that roadmap, and that was fantastic. So, we have a winner. They're sat in this room right now. George Hojage is going to reveal who is the winner of Startup in 30 Seconds 2020. Who is it, George Hojage? So the competition winner is Altaf Jesnik. Well done. <laughs> Thank you very much. Congratulations. You get to Yay! go to Finland. <laughs> My husband's going to be thrilled. Sorry. He's going to be so happy. Listen, guys, now, now that, now that we've, we've, revealed, we've revealed the winners, really, it, it, it was really very close between you two. Unfortunately, we had to pick a winner. Um, and uh, we just, you know, we, we felt that we felt that there, there really is a, a niche market for, uh, for the type of service that Altaf is looking to offer, um, which is basically a low-cost consultancy or a lower-cost consultancy. Us being in that ecosystem of... Of, SME, of SMEs, we thought that we—it's—it's—it's it's, it's something that's closer to our heart and something that we can we can help with. We loved your Catherine. To be honest, we loved your energy. We loved you know we loved uh, your drive. And if we had to dr- if we had to base it basically only on investing in the person, it would have definitely been you. We just think that. We, we had to we had to we had to break it out somehow and 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 we decided to go with the with the Altaf's idea because uh, it, it it catered to a direct need that that uh, that that is the SME sector at the moment which is growing here so and Altaf how are you feeling you've been crowned the winner you are getting a year's trade license from Virtuzone you're also getting that amazing part of the prize of the investment funding preparation from Evolution CBS so how are you feeling 
Well, I, I can't express how I'm feeling. I'm just uh, aware of the fact that there are cameras and there are <laughs> mics ahead of me. So I'm just being very civil right now. But I- inside, I'm just going, woohoo. So, <laughs> you <laughs> can do woohoo much. on the radio. We've got oh, thousands of Virtuzone customers yeah. waiting for your advice and waiting to, to I, disrupt, not be disrupted. Absolutely. And, and I'm all, uh, all for it. So thank you. Thank you, guys. I think it's just uh, incredible. Thank Congrats you all much. three. Huge Congrats. congratulations. And, and final you. word from you as well, Catherine. You are our second prize winner. Um, you're going to go to Finland. Yeah, I've lo- I've always wanted to go, so that that'll be brilliant. Thank you very much. I really appreciate your time. And and Paul, your family are here, as Neil said. Think big smiles from them too. <laughs> hey, all three of you are winners, guys. Don't forget that all three of you Thanks. made it through hundreds and hundreds of applications. Well Thank done. Well Thank done. You. Yeah, congratulations yeah. Uh, to all three of you. And Altaf, uh, uh, I think Virtuzone is is a perfect partner for you to to launch things off and and all of the variety of services that uh, the Virtuzone has to offer. Um, I think it'd be a perfect partner for you to start your business. I, I'm all excited. I can't I can't wait to get started. Thanks. Thanks. Well okay. done, buddy. Well done. Congratulations to all of our finalists today they are all winners as George has said and that's it from us today and don't forget we are going to follow the story of Altaf it's not just a license we're going to follow this journey on the programme and through our partners at Virtuzone and Evolution CBS You've been listening to a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast to enjoy lots more from Dubai Eye in the United Arab Emirates just go to DubaiEye1038.com or find them wherever you normally get your podcasts